What is up, DGAFers? We're here talking about expectation hangovers. Yes. <laughs> Who feel? Who's hungover? Well, not in me. In general. Not me right this second. But I'm not either. Although, when's this coming out? Friday. Maybe some of you. Yeah. Well, Thursday, Thursday, especially if you're a college kid, you're hungover. I feel like a lot of you are probably not hungover, but <laughs> I bet... <laughs> But I bet you have been at one point in your life. So we want you to take the that feeling of being hungover and think of it about having expectations on yourself and others and it feeling like poop because nobody ever like lives up lives to your up. expectations. That's what I was looking for the word. I couldn't think of it. Yes. Lives up to your expectations. And you probably don't live up to your expectations. No, yourself. because we obviously set really, 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 really high ones, which is good that you see the self-worth and right. if you don't that's another conversation we need to have yep but it ruins you it does and I think it ruins a lot of relationships too like with and not just with your significant other but maybe with your friends with family like if you have an expectation of of your parents or of your grandparents of your best friends if you have these high expectations and they're not living up to them Maybe some of that is on you and you need to let some of those things go. Yeah. And it's really going to create a lot more happiness in your life if you can just like set goals for yourself. We talk about that in the episode, the difference between goals and expectations. But like just chill a second on some of these crazy expectations that you have for people. And we get into details of what we really mean on this. So I know some of you are probably like, you don't want me to have an expectation for my husband not to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Like we get into it. Yeah. So just listen. Just listen to the episode. Before you get an attitude. We get... We give you a lot of tips. We give you some real life examples. You get some really funny stories in this one. Yes, we have um, some good stories. Yeah. So you have to listen. Tag us in your stories when you do because we really want to hear just hopefully this is eye opening for you. Hopefully this is something that you're like, damn, I am. I do have high expectations or too high of expectations. And what are you going to do about it? Yes. So, so tag us in your stories. Yep. I'm at fit with underscore Jenna Locke. And I'm at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And don't forget to write us a little review. Rate us on iTunes. Um, that is really how our podcast gets broadcasted to more people. And so people can find it if they're looking for, you know, personal development or things like that so that they can find it. So yeah. you can do that just by scrolling down um, on your app, your uh, your podcast app. That's what I'm trying to say. And there'll be like a little like five star thing and you can give us as many stars as you want. And then you can also write a review. So yeah, we really and appreciate it. make sure you send this to someone if you feel like they also have an expectation hangover. Yes, you can share this episode just by copying the link, sending it via text. You can do all kinds of things. Share yeah. it on your social media. There's a way you can share it to Facebook and stuff. So yep. cool. Get it out there. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, 
or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the ladder if you're not already there. All right, expectation hangover. I really liked, obviously, I think it's funny that it says hangover right. at the end. Right. Um, and that resonates with me a lot just in terms of just feeling like shit. Feeling like <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But what is an expectation hangover and where did this come from and why are we talking about this? All of those things. So, an expectation hangover, by the way, heard it in a book, which we've talked about a lot um, Mastering Your Mean Girl by uh, Melissa Ambrosny, if I'm saying that right. Um, but anyway, so she talks about how like we have all these expectations for ourselves. Like we, we expect ourselves to be in a certain place at a certain uh-huh. time in our life. And we expect our boyfriend or husband to act a certain way and do certain things. We expect our best friend to call us on our birthday. And we just have like all these expectations. And she talks about how like having all of these expectations actually like hurts you in the end because you know, we've always been told as like little girls and stuff, like have high expectations, have high expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think them, whoever told you that meant well, but it also put this thing, like you're expecting things to happen, but like you don't have control right, over I, some of these things. And part of the, part of this that really resonated with me was when you have expectations for yourself it really isn't fair to put those same expectations on someone else. Right. So, you know, I know I've, I've gone through this with one particular friend that I'm thinking of in my past where my husband finally even told me, he's like, you need to just stop expecting anything from this person and then they're going to surprise you in a positive way. Right. Like if you just let all of that go, like stop worrying about what you think she should do. And then Mm -hmm. when she comes through, you're going to be so excited about it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's true. Because otherwise I'm driving myself crazy. And it's almost like if you find yourself being really hard on other people in your lives, (laughs) this needs to be a wake-up call for you in in terms of that. Because they're not going to act the way you want them to act. No, you, you don't have control over other people ever. No. So like you don't have control over your husband. You don't have control over your best friend, your sister, your mom, your dad. You do not have control over them. So she even gives an example in the book where it's like, you know, I expect my, how many of you expect your friends to text you on your birthday? Mm -hmm. Like, and I bet so many people would raise their hand. Like I would too. Like, yeah, I mean, I would expect that they would like reach out and say happy birthday because they're my friends. She's like, I had this expectation, you know, of my one really good friend and, you know, my birthday rolled around and she actually didn't end up texting me on my birthday. And I was so mad and I was not talking to her and blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, comes to find out she like ended up going through some like really tough stuff. And, you know, she forgot my birthday because she was like divorcing her husband and like found out he cheated on her and like all this stuff happened. And she's like, I felt terrible when I like got snippy with her and confronted her. And, you know, with my expectation of her texting me, she's like, I, I could have like not had that mean moment. And it would have been like, if I was just like, Oh, maybe she's just going through something. It's fine. And right. had a conversation with her later. And well, because then she felt horrible because she wasn't there for her when she was right. going through a divorce. Right. <laughs> I but, mean, right. And even if, even if she wasn't going through something bad, if she was just like, you know, just ha- like forgot, like she just totally forgot, then you still shouldn't <laughs> it still should be okay. Like right. have a conversation with that person and just be like, Hey, is like everything okay? And, 
And you, I feel like you have to trust your gut on that. Like yeah. if you know that something is wrong in the relationship, you have to just be open and honest about it. Yeah. And I think another thing, so we're talking about other people. So I think it's pretty obvious that you can't control other people. And like, I know I've held so many expectations with like boyfriends and stuff in the past. And I expected them to act a certain way and treat me a certain way. But like their behavior that I probably should have had red flags about, like that obviously wasn't going to happen, but I expected them to treat me a certain way, but that's like not the type of person they are. And instead of like being all pissed off and hating them and all that stuff, it's just like, why even have that expectation on them in the first place? I don't think there's anything wrong about like, you know, you looking for a specific mate and this is what you would like for them to have. But when you like, it doesn't happen to you. So if you are in a relationship and you expect them to open the door for you when you go out to dinner Mm -hmm. and they like, don't do that. I mean, like, are you going to be like, pissed off and it's going to ruin your whole entire night? Or are you just going to either accept it Mm -hmm. and say, okay, maybe that's like not the person that I'm with or not? I don't know. Well, and I think that almost brings up a whole nother topic of like, at what point do you draw the line with people? Right. You know, because I think like you said, that example with opening the door, like that's something that you could be annoyed about, but it could also be kind of overlooked and not not a big deal. Not really worrying about. Right. But like you have to use your best judgment in that relationship where like when is enough enough with that mm-hmm. person. And I've had to do that with friends mm-hmm. where you just have to to distance yourself and you have to do that for you and make it more about you mm-hmm. that you need that space. And I like that in the book she kind of like rewords it and saying like I don't obviously like you like going back to relationships like I don't want a spouse that's going to cheat on me, obviously. Right. So, like, I expect him to be loyal. But, like, so, like, there's different degrees. But instead of saying, like, I expect him to be loyal, like, I'd prefer to be with somebody who's loyal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I prefer that. And if they're not loyal to me, like, then, I mean, then you have to make a decision from there. But basically the the thing is, is like these expectations kind of like hinder you from moving on. It hinders you from growth. And I think, you know, expectations for people are kind of self-explanatory, but what about expectations on yourself? Mm-hmm. And so I like to say goals and expectations are two different things. So what do you feel like, I loved your post about this the other day. So mm-hmm. can you explain kind of your thought process on goals versus expectations? Yeah. And like, I've encountered this, like with my business and stuff, like I expected to be at a certain place in my business by a certain date. And when I wasn't, I was like really down on myself and mm-hmm. depressed and like upset and thought I was the worst, blah, blah, blah. But if I had like, if I have like a goal of like, I see myself helping so many women, you know, get healthy and fit. And my goal is to be the most inspiring woman on Instagram or something Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's a goal I'm striving for, but it's not an expectation where I'm putting all this pressure. Right. On myself to be. Because I think, I think when you do have those expectations, it can turn it into a negative thing. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, like you can't control, like you can do as much as you, like I did all the activities that I needed to do to get to this point by this certain date or whatever. Okay. I showed up every day. I did the things. It didn't happen. Does that make me lazy? Does that make me like not focused? Does that make, and that's what you tell yourself. Right. Because you didn't hit your expectation. Right. 
things are going to happen in the time frame they're supposed to happen. And it's different if you're just sitting back, not doing anything. And then that's a different conversation. It's different if you're using that as an excuse to like get out of doing the work, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of my friends. Her name is Abby and she is in a multi-level marketing company with the skincare and makeup and all of that. And she and I were talking the other day and it was so interesting because she she kind of had the same thoughts where she's like, you know, wanted to be further along than she is right now. And she was kind of hard on herself. And so it really brought up a, a good discussion between the two of us. And she said something that really resonated with me too. She said, you can't control anything else other than your actions and what you do. Mm-hmm. She's like, so if I'm putting in the amount of work that I need to put in and I'm talking to the amount of people I need to be talking to and I'm making these connections, like I have to feel good about that because I'm doing the work. I'm like, mm-hmm. that is so true. And that's mm-hmm. such a good way to think of it. And it, and I like to relate it to weight loss because I think that's just easy like for people to understand. So I think I was talking to somebody the other day on a call And she was wondering how long it was going to take for her to lose a certain amount of weight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know because everyone's so different. So like this person over here could have a, you know, a goal of wanting to lose 40 pounds. And this person over here could have the same goal. Are they both going to reach 40 pounds loss at the same time? 99.9%. No, no, because (laughs) This woman over here has X, Y, and Z going on in her life. This woman over here has X, Y, and Z going on in her yeah. life. Two totally different things, which play a huge factor in sleep and stress and all of the things. So yeah, this girl might hit it faster than you, but does that make you less? No, that just means your goal is going to take a little bit longer to hit than maybe mm-hmm. this person over here. And I've had to learn that like people in our business, you know, hitting these monstrous goals in their first year of coaching And I'm not hitting those monstrous goals that I feel like I want to hit. And I've been doing this a little bit longer. Right. Well, you know, that's the way it goes. Like I'm eventually going to get there, but maybe not tomorrow. Right. Right. And I think you just have to be okay with that. And we've done a lot of podcasts the last couple of weeks about just kind of giving yourself grace and being okay with where you're at and just putting the work in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I have to have those difficult conversations like, you know, I like my first year of this business and I'm just relating it to this because it's just what I've been going through. Was I doing everything I needed to be doing to get to where I really wanted to be? No. Well, that's because I had a newborn and I had a full-time job and I didn't have any help. Like I didn't, you know, so I was just kind of doing this for fun and it's fine and it was a good time. But like, I wasn't on the same path that some of these other people were on when they first started. They were like, okay, I'm doing all of these things blah, blah, blah. Like I wasn't doing all of those things. So yeah, Yeah, that's very, very true. That's why this is taking a little bit longer. So I think if you have anything in your life right now where you are just feeling frustrated, feeling down on yourself, think of it in terms of expectations versus goals. And Mm -hmm. I think that's going to help you because as long as you're doing those daily actions and making it a priority, you're going to get there. The Mm -hmm. only way you're not going to reach that goal is if you quit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have mixed, I don't know about you, but I have mixed feelings about setting dates for goals. Um, I think, I think setting dates for actions is good. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to do 20 workouts by April, like, or whatever, like by what what is it? August by, you know, September 30th or something. Like I'm going to do this many things. 
Cool, because you have control over that. Yeah. You have control over completing 20 workouts. That's way different than saying, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by, by September, September 30th. 30th. That's so different. Like, yeah, set 20 pounds as your goal, but don't put a date on that goal. Yeah. Because that's not a date goal. And it's not something that you can control. No. You have to focus on the things that you can control. And the only thing you can control are your actions Mm -hmm. and your reactions. And I think that's really important to talk about too. Like if somebody is, you know, kind of going back to the relationships and the friend piece and all that, if somebody's doing something against your expectations, the only thing that you can control is how you react to that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what in the book, she says that same thing. She's like, I could have reacted to that birth, her not saying happy birthday to me as like, okay, well, maybe she has some things going on. Or, you know, maybe she just forgot because we're all human. We all are busy. Mm -hmm. Maybe she forgot. Maybe she'll text me in a couple days and just be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Or maybe she won't. And we'll see each other. And she'll, you know, it doesn't matter. But, like, she could have reacted that way. Or she could react like, I hate her. I'm never talking to her again. Oh, my God. You know what's funny, though? Even, like, listening to the book but also listening to you talk about it, it's like she over – you overthink these things so much. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're worried about it and you're worried that maybe she didn't text you for a certain reason, then pick up your damn phone. Yeah. And contact them and and ask ask how are you? Is all, are you okay? Are you okay? That's all I have to say. This isn't like you. Like, or is everything okay? Like I missed you yesterday. I had fun on my birthday and I just missed you. Or like, I don't know. Like I do it all. I do it. I mean, I know I overreact on things. Right. For sure. I think it's human to overthink. And because I don't know. And, that was in another book that I was reading too. It's like, you know, your friend doesn't text you and you're like, oh my God. And all of a sudden you're, you're so freaked out. You're, you think your friendship's over or your relationship's over if a guy doesn't text you back when in reality they dropped their phone in the toilet and right. couldn't get a hold of you. Right. Which brings up a really funny story about yes. you last weekend. <laughs> Speaking of dropping phones, I feel like this is worth sharing. Yeah. And if you guys follow me on social media, you've definitely already heard this story. So we apologize ahead of time, but um, yeah, I <laughs> went out to Pittsburgh to visit my best friend and we had so much fun. We drank way too many white claws and just <laughs> way too much of everything, but we had a blast and we got in the Uber at a restaurant and I must have, I don't recall this, but I must have dropped my phone getting into the Uber, you know, whatever. So I didn't notice my phone was missing until like the end of the night when I tried to call my husband course because he's gonna answer at midnight and I'm like an idiot. But so I'm like, oh I'm gonna call Nick. Couldn't find my phone, freaking out. Did my find my iPhone the next day. I'm like, oh great, it's at the restaurant, you know, where we went, because that's what it said on find my iPhone. So we get there, we're dinging it, can't find it. I start hearing it outside. Long story short, it fell into the sewer drain. Like this <laughs> in the street. I could see it. So I can see my phone and it's there and Oh my God. I remember, te- <laughs> this is actually really funny. I texted Nick on my friend's phone the night, like before that I knew that I had lost it. And he goes, you, cause I'm not very good at writing. Okay. So like, I'm not great at grammar and, and all of that no. kind of stuff. He goes, this text had perfect spelling, perfect grammar. Every- He's like, you couldn't redo this text sober if you tried. It was like, Hey, it's Lauren comma. Like I don't use commas don't, in text. No. So like I'm tr- obviously he knows something's up because I'm like being real professional in my text. Yeah, you're like it's like you're trying to not <laughs> too be, hard to not be the drunk idiot that you were. I go, hey, it's Lauren, comma. Um, 
I'm unable to, I'm <laughs> unable to locate my phone at the moment. Um, it's fine though. I'll, I'll be able to find it tomorrow. Hopefully like something like that, like super calm. And then the next day he gets a text. He's like, first off, I read all these texts in the morning. So right. I'm sleeping. He's like, then he's like, then the next morning I get another text from you. And it's like, disregard that last statement. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> because my. we had found the phone, but we didn't realize it was in the sewer yet. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, we found it. Like, disregard that. We're going yeah. to get it right now. And so he texted back. He's like, do you have your phone? And my friend goes, in the process. And he's like, what does that mean? She was going to get tools because we were going to Lowe's yeah. to get the stuff to get it so, out. <laughs> you guys, she had to go to Lowe's, buy Gorilla Tape and a broomstick. Yeah. And Jimmy rigged this. And it worked first try. Yeah. got Just stuck it right down there and pulled her out. But long story about expectation hangovers is, you know, when that was happening to me, like I kind of got panicky because I'm like, oh my God, my phone, like I have so much stuff on my phone. That's how I do my work. Like, oh my God, it's going to cost me $400 to get another phone. And then I'm at to set it up. I was like kind of getting into that freak out mode. And I was like, just, I mean, you can't do anything right now. Like no. it's in the sewer. I mean, worst case, yeah, you're going to have to buy another phone. But think about a couple months down the road from now. Are you going to be still crying because you had to go to iPhone and buy a phone? No, you're going to be laughing about this story in a month. So I had to keep telling myself like, this is fine. And we actually ended up having a really fun day because I right. didn't let it ruin my day. We went to brunch. My phone, mind you, still in the sewer. And I'm like, let's just go eat because there's <laughs> nothing we can do. I'm starving. Like we went to the fire department. They weren't there. <laughs> We called the police. They're like, yeah, you're going to have to call the sewer company. They were closed. So I'm like, Sam, this is my friend Sam. I'm like, let's just, we just need to go eat. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And like, we just talked about something else. Like I just yeah. didn't even talk about my phone. But it, it And was- then, and then I got the phone out. And I think the only reason I got the phone out was because I stayed calm. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I mean, it's a phone. And I think with the expectations though, like, I was so proud of you because hearing that story, I was like, oh God, like <laughs> when she comes home, it's going to be the wrath of Lauren. Yeah. Like I was nervous to like kind of see where you were at mm-hmm. with work and with everything. Cause I knew you had taken like a few days off. It was amazing to yeah. come back and work with you. Cause you were like laughing about it and totally fine. I'm like, this is so refreshing because mm-hmm. we're not being hard on ourselves. Well, like I said, it could have ended up being like a super stressful day. I could have been crying and you know, made like a really bad day out of it. What it ended up being, it was a fun day, nice brunch. We, me and my friend got to go all around Pittsburgh because we were like trying to figure stuff out. It was hilarious at Lowe's. This old lady gave us the idea about the broomstick and grill tape. So it was kind of fun, like figuring out like yeah. how to get it out. It's like a puzzle. And then we went to the bar to get it out. And then we met these awesome people that came out to help us. We ended up going into the bar and hanging out with them, drank like five margaritas with them. They ended up being like movie producers. Like, and then they're like giving us their phone numbers. They're like, yeah, come out to eat with us when we do this and that. And I'm like, this could have been a totally different day. It could have. If I would have reacted differently. Yeah, it it totally would have. It could have been a shit show, but it ended up being so fun because of my reaction. And Sam could have been super stressed. Yeah, and like mad. Like, oh, this was supposed to be a fun time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We ended up having a blast. Yeah, Because it's all about how you react to situations, but it's also all about not having expectations on how things are going to go. Right. Like, obviously, I didn't – I expected my phone to stay in my person the entire weekend. (laughs) I expected that to happen. True. But when, they, but when <laughs> things don't go as planned, how do you react? Do you freak out or 
do you roll with the punches or is that something that you're working on? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was like kind of off a tangent, but I think you probably enjoyed it. Yeah, it totally fits in. So that's kind of the gist of this episode. We just really want you thinking about your reactions, but also expectations you put on yourself, but I think more so expectations you put on other people. So think about that now. Like if you're struggling with a relationship right now, maybe it's because you're putting all these crazy expectations on that person. And maybe if you start letting some of those go, maybe your relationship will be better. Mm -hmm. So try it. And communicate. Mm -hmm. Communicate. Talk about it. And own up to this. If you're like, God, I've been a total bitch and expecting so many things of you that are unrealistic. Say that. Yeah. Tell that person that. And they're going to be probably really relieved mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. have come to that realization. Mm-hmm. So, And one, one, one last thing, like when you're expecting like little things, like I know that we can get annoyed with like our spouses and stuff. Like this is usually Nick getting annoyed with me, not the other way around, <laughs> but um, like annoyed that like I didn't put the dishes in the dishwasher while I was at home or something, or like I didn't put this away or that away. And I do try really hard to like put my stuff away, but I, that like my personality, like I just, I, I think it looks fine, but up to him, who's like a lot more OCD, it doesn't. So like, but we've had this conversation and he's like, I think he's not lowered his expectations, but he just <laughs> knows like that. Okay. Like I'm not going to come home and expect the house to be like how he would want it. That is exactly how Chad is because yeah. now if he comes home and the dishes are done, he's like, Thank you. Yeah, like, wow. Wow. This place looks great. <laughs> I know I get thanked so hardcore. If he I comes know. home, he's like, wow, the house is really, I mean, I don't destroy the house. Like, it's not like it's a tornado, but I'm fine with having things laying here, there. I'm fine with a couple dishes yeah. in the, in the um, sink. My husband is not. Like, he yeah. is like, things are away. Dishes are away. But he's like, he even said to my mom yesterday, because he's like, oh my God, she's just so... He's like, no matter what I do, it's just, there's always something out. And my mom's like, that's just how she's always been. He goes, I know. And I love her. And I'm just accepting yeah, it. You have to just accept it. And same thing with laundry. I hate laundry. Mm-hmm. I suck at laundry. I don't do laundry yeah. where I should. And it's so funny because Chad will be like, you washed my work pants. <laughs> like, it's like a, a pleasant surprise when he has pants to wear. Yeah. I mean, so, they yeah. just, they don't have these expectations for us to do those kind of things because they just know. Right. All right. That's our little tangent. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes. We talked about a lot of stuff today, but expectations. Don't have a hangover. (laughs) Until next time. Good ending. ending. I like it.